Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. Our first guest, she is a medical doctor and she also got her master's in nutrition. She's from the specialist weight and nutrition practice at Netcare Linksfield Hospital. I'd like to welcome Dr. Wahlberg. Welcome, welcome, Shanine. Lovely to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Nikki. Thank you for inviting me to be on your show. Well, you know, it's fascinating because I've, over the years, I've interviewed so many people and uh, very often people who are talking about different diets and different supplements and weight loss treatments and and it kind of becomes um an exploration into I don't know what works for you what doesn't work for you what's the hype at that moment I mean when I think of of diet Charlene what comes to mind I think of uh, the paleo diet then there's intermittent fasting then there's juicing I mean at one stage I was juicing celery every morning um you know drinking the apple cider vinegar and we seem to be overwhelmed by all of this information and all of these diets and where is well, where, where, where does sanity lie with that? And how do you navigate this area where you have so many options to people, um, but you being the medical doctor and, and you know, having your master's in nutrition, how, how do you help your, um, your patients with, with this? Nikki, I think that's a great starting point to this conversation. So I feel very sorry, in fact, for the public, because certainly they are bombarded with um, media in terms of information about diet, supplements, um, weight loss products, and it can become very confusing um, to get to navigate your way through all this information. And often what's um, very difficult is that most of the um, information that uh, people get is from the lay press. And unfortunately, for many years, um, many of the weight loss products um, on the market have been very poorly um, regulated by the Medicines Control Council. So many products are allowed to advertise freely um, to the public um, with, with very little um, regulation. So um, it does become very confusing um, to the general public. So um, starting off um, in terms of um, which diet works and which diet doesn't work. First of all, I think most of the um, nutritional information um, that people get is from the lay press. Unfortunately, the um, medical um, medical doctors and um, dietitians have a very small voice when it comes to the public getting nutritional information. And that's simply because we are not allowed um, to actually advertise freely. So um, you really hear huge voices and huge messages and claims by, in fact, those who are unregulated. Mm. So often when I see patients presenting to me um, in my clinic, 
They have heard so many stories and come in so confused. And it's really, as I say, very difficult for them to navigate. Um, and that's simply because they've heard so much, but actually haven't gotten their information from true or reputable sources. Yeah, now, that's, that must be challenging for you, Charlene. It really is. And simply... How we get our information as um, registered medical practitioners or registered dietitians is we have something called evidence-based medicine. And simply what that means is that we base our advice on years of proper trials and studies. So simply um, put, that means is that we, we put patients through um, uh, standardized trials where we look at the results of being whether it be medication or um, diet and we look at the results of these over long term and we see what they can do and what they can't do. The physiology of what's going on in each body is so different. See, we look at the emotional state which impacts the body. We look at people who are on different medications and that impacts the body. So how does that affect your your evidence-based medicine um, in, in terms of finding the right nutrition and the right diets for people? Yes, Nikki. So what happens in evidence-based medicine is basically we do studies and in those studies, we have different types of people, so males and females, different age groups, different ethnicity. So we have a variety of different people that we put in these studies, and we look at how these diets affect these different people, both short and long term. So we can extrapolate from these studies what these diets will do to different people over short and long term. Because you'll know, people will know in practical terms, you know, your best friend will tell you, oh, I went to so-and-so and I went on to this kind of diet. And when you go on to that diet, you don't get the same results. Right. And it's simply because we don't have the same genetics, we don't um, have the same lifestyles. So what suits one person does not necessarily suit another person. Mm -hmm. So you need to be individualized. It needs to be something that's maintainable for you. It needs not only to produce short-term weight loss, but it has to have long-term health benefits. So we call that anecdotal evidence when a person tells another person, well, this worked so well for me, why don't you try it? That's not proper science, and that's not how we base our medical management of patients, both for nutrition and for weight loss medications. Okay, so that's great. So it's definitely not a one-size-fits-all. So we're looking at a very personalized approach for each person. So, Charlene, what, what kind of questions do you ask when someone does come um, and they book an appointment with you and they have an issue, they want to lose weight or whatever it is, how do you individualize it? Yes, so when a patient comes to me, we first of all start off with a very detailed medical history. So we need to take into account um, a patient's age, their detailed uh, background in terms of diseases that they have or have had, 
their family history in terms of diseases that run through the family. We want to know a little bit about their family's weights so you can get a little bit about their genetics um, profile of their family. Then you want to know about the patient's um, weight history to know is this a maybe a genetic condition that has um, started early on in life or later on, are there certain precipitating factors? Sometimes medicines that they're on may have contributed to weight gain or weight loss. Um, you want to know in terms of psychological factors, um, certain um, psychological factors such as anxiety or stressors can have contributed to their weight gain. Um, then you want to go into a detailed dietary history you want to um, examine exactly what um, their daily diet is. You want to know what kind of foods work for them, don't work for them. And you need to try and work out with your patient um, what is something that's going to be manageable for them, not only to achieve the weight loss, but that is going to be sustainable long term. And not only is going to cause weight loss, but in terms of long-term health benefits. Also part of my practice as being a medical doctor is whether or not registered weight loss medications are indicated in your patient or not. So I think that's also very important. As I mentioned before, there are so many slimming tonics and potions on the market that patients don't know what is and what is not true. Weight loss medications that are actually registered with our health professional councils are not permitted to advertise freely to the public. So in fact, all the registered um, and proper weight loss medications that are there to safely help um, patients, in addition to lifestyle um, um, uh, modifications, are in fact not known to patients, um, and they often then just turn to things that are freely advertised and in fact not regulated to patients or for patients. So Charlene, what I'm hearing is that there are great marketers out there um, and that many people are being led astray, and if I, I use that term cautiously, um, because of great marketing um, and um, obviously expounding uh, promises of weight loss and vitality and whatnot, and you're saying um, that you've got to look beyond that, um, that if you're serious about not just losing weight, but you're talking about long-term health benefits, you should be going to see a nutritionist, you should be going to see someone in the medical profession who does an intensive research into your background, um, your health, and then puts together a specific program for you. Yes, definitely, Nikki. And just to say that for many years, um, patients never felt that the issue of weight and weight loss was in the domain of your general healthcare professional, your, your general GP, but in fact mm -hmm. it is. And it's important if you are worried about your weight is actually to bring it up with your general healthcare professional. That's your first step. And your general healthcare professional can maybe start off with some blood tests, 
and open the conversation to look at perhaps um, comorbidities, coexisting disease states that may be uh, attributable to your weight, and then perhaps, if necessary, refer you on to a registered dietitian or nutritionist and start the ball rolling from your just your first primary health care practitioner. So I think that's important for people to know. Go to your GP who knows you well and start talking with about weight with your GP. Thank you for that, Charlene. For, so for those people who are listening right now and they're thinking, okay, I'm, I'm not ready to go to my GP. I'm not ready to have all of these tests. Um, and they're just one or two things that I, I, maybe I can introduce and I can feel better, have more energy. So I started off when I introduced you just talking about all these different kinds of diets and things. So just to, before I do say goodbye, just to get your input. And when you look at something like a, a, a the paleo diet where it's low carbs, no sugar, high protein and something like intermittent fasting. So you as, as a doctor, as a medical doctor, do you see any benefit in that? Or are you going to say once again it, it, it points to the individual? Okay, no, I'm good. My take home message for all the, the listeners out there is Google Mediterranean diet. That is uh-huh. the only evidence based diet by all the um, world um, uh, nutrition society that has has concrete evidence to show that not only. Does it cause weight loss short term, but has long term evidence to show that it decreases risk of cardiovascular disease, cancers, or chronic disease states? So Google Mediterranean diet. It is very simple to follow. It is a basic healthy eating plan and start with that. It is easy to start by yourself. Start with that. Increase your consumption of fresh fruit and vegetables. That is the way to go. That is the way to start. Mm, love that. I mean, I just quickly Googled, and obviously this is not, I mean, don't take this Google. This is a first search, but you're talking about, as you say, f- vegetables, fruits, nuts, seeds, um, eat in moderation, poultry, eggs, cheese, only eat really red meat, but really I think I've maybe – I'm not doing it any service by just um, Googling so quickly. But but Charlene, um, you know, they did a show on people around the world who've lived long lives. Um, and um, a lot has to be, a lot has been said um, for the Mediterranean diet and, and way of life. Also the way of life that goes with it. Absolutely. Our own South African Cardiology Association promotes the Mediterranean diet as the diet to follow. And as I said, it is very simple. You can do it on your own. That is the first step you should be following. Mm, thank you so much, Charlene. Really appreciate that. Before we do say goodbye to you, we've just, uh, for some of us, it's been Pesach. For others, it's been Easter. Um, so it's a lot of excessive eating. Um, and, a, you know, when it's high sugars and lots of um, matzah and then all the, the, the carbs, you know, after the, 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 the Pesach or the Easter, any recommendations? Do you believe in fasting? Do you believe in detoxing? And um, what's your take on that so that's a huge topic on its own (laughs) (laughs) really it could be a huge talk show on its own (laughs) so i think 
um, in terms of evidence for complete detoxifications, intermittent fasting. So um, there's huge evidence again for intermittent fasting, but again, it has to be um, looked at on an individual basis. It works for some and not for others. So, um, but I would just recommend is just to start off now, try and reduce all the processed um, sugars and fats and foods in your diet. Try and move towards consumption of whole unprocessed foods, fresh fruits, fresh vegetables. Um, that will be your best detox at the moment. Is increase consumption of water, decrease sugary drinks, decrease caffeine, just move towards a fresh, unprocessed, wholesome diet. You will do your body the, the world of good. Charlene, thank you so much for that. And what pops into mind is really common sense. And it's so amazing because we know what we should be eating. We know what we shouldn't be eating. And I'm sure that this for you um, is a huge challenge. Um, it's getting people to just follow the common sense, you know, easy steps. That's what you're talking about. But we, we seem to complicate it. Lots of other um, uh, extenuating circumstances seem to get in the way of, of the common sense. Yes. <laughs> Charlene, thank you so much. It's been really great having you on the show. We really, really appreciate your time. Hoping you can join us again soon. My pleasure. Anytime.